If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Correa, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast, where I try to bring to you some educational and inspirational speakers, whether they're authors, you know, singers, dancers, entertainers, community activists, whatever it may be. We are really trying, really, like, really, like, really, really. Really, really trying to get the message out. I know, really. Yeah, yeah, really. We're really trying to get this message out. So join me on the Really Charlie podcast. Once, twice, three times, four times a week. It all depends. If you want your story out there, just reach out to me. And I'll put you on the Really Charlie Podcast. God bless. And stay blessed. Take care. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. Hey, Today- Charlie. Hi everyone, how you doing? Hi Charlie. All right, we got Charlie. Antoinette, Lorraine, we got Renee, we got Janine. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Good. All right, good, great. Good, good, good. You know, Sorry I'm for not, the delay. Uh, it's no big deal. Yeah. No, we're we all had here. to finish getting our hair done. Antoinette's the only one that hasn't finished hers yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I cannot sit under the dryer, so they're going to have to do something else for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Girls just want to have fun. That's it. Well, I just want you all to have a conversation wherever it leads. Just be you. Have fun. Make people Uh-oh. comment. You can even say "really, Charlie," which is nice when it does come out. You know, I really um, I'm glad to have you on here. I've been waiting for this for a week. I guess you know we talked about it, and um, can't better can't get a better crew than you, ladies. So, uh, and, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Right. Do you mind, Charlie? Do you mind if I introduce my friends? Go ahead. For the general public. 
Sure. Okay. So the one with the Lady Gaga rollers, these girls, first of all, are all my sisters. We hang out a lot together, including a few more. So first is Antoinette Collins. Antoinette lives in Fairhaven. She's happily married. Hi. <laughs> and um, she does private care. Awesome. Then we have, I can't see who's who on the screen, but we have Denine Rose, who's a very, very close friend of mine. I practically had to beg her to get on this podcast. <laughs> and um, Denine works in the uh, Plymouth County Juvenile Court. Awesome. Plus, she does a lot of volunteer work at the VFW and on set. And then we have Renee Fernandes, who hangs out with us quite often. And Renee, Renee is the New Bedford City Treasurer. That's it. And a good one, too. And then it's just me. <laughs> it's just you. And what do you do, Lorraine? Yeah, what do you, what do? You do? <laughs> well, as you well know, I'm a music promoter, but I also do private care with um, dementia and Alzheimer's patients. Awesome. Antoinette and I do work on the cake together too, doing that together on a few jobs. So, great, great. anyway, right. we're a group well, of girls that hang out quite frequently. We do things um, sporadically, especially Antoinette. And um, we just have fun and we have a good time together. And I think that music is a lot of our life because we all have that in common. I think that a lot of us, we're all different, but yet we're alike in a lot of ways. We have a lot of same interests, tastes. I think Deneen and I are probably most alike in, um, not personality, but maybe attitude. She's worse than me. Really? <laughs> What'd you say to me? I said, really? <laughs> you say that all the time. I know you do. <laughs> no, you do. It sounds like he doesn't agree. I do. So anyway, internet. Okay. You want to pick up where I left off? I'm sorry. You want to pick up? Um, as far as the the kind of things we do, whatever you want. First, I'd like well, to first say we're already going so this is not even on this podcast. And this was a last minute decision. We just. I was coming here, and then Denise was coming in, and then we all got here together, which yeah. seemed to be a little bit of a technical problem, so we'll probably not do that again. So, anyway, um, I'm not going to take over this conversation, so come on, girls, let's go. Okay, okay. Charlie, I want you to know that we're pretty versatile, this crew of girls, and we can also be Charlie's angels should you need, like, captives. Yeah, all right. You got a license to carry. Weren't they detectives? Yeah. We're what? I we're said, weren't they detectives, Charlie's gonna, Angels? Yeah, we're going to have to get some badges, you know. Well, you are outdating yourself, girl. <laughs> no. No, wait a minute. There's, there's old versions, there's new versions, so she, she's not outdating herself. And That's okay, I don't mind. Oh, he's being kind. No, I'm not. I'm being nice. Rina, you want to say hello and say something? Um, Hi, everybody. 
Hi, Renee. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, we had some technological difficulties tonight. Um, yeah. Whose fault was that, Lorraine's? Yes. Yeah, blame everything on Lorraine. We, we are blaming Lorraine. Lorraine is the problem. I get blamed for a lot of things. That's okay. I don't mind. That's right. Um, anyway. So. So, Janine. Yes. Why don't you tell them how crazy we act? Tell them about the crazy. story when we had the uh, VFW last Sunday and someone says something to you about us. Oh, my goodness. I well, they, I don't know story. me. My brain is not always intact in because I got so you much going on. So. Just wing it. Yeah, no, I can't wing it. I'm telling you the truth. So elaborate a little bit because I'm not sure what you're talking about. Anika, remember when she asked you about us? No, I don't. I'm sorry. All right. So we were acting like ourselves, as we usually do. And we <laughs> do videos, which is very well known. And our theme song is Check It Out. And um, Victor had the nerve to sing our song the other night. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> and one of the girls went up to Janine and said, do they always act like that? Yes, that's true. I know it. <laughs> And she said, well, yes, we have a whole lot of fun. She says, Lorraine's cookouts must be crazy. Charlie. Yes. You've heard or uh, seen uh, the videos of us doing Check It Out? I haven't. I haven't. Oh, my what? goodness. I'm surprised. Uh -oh. I missed Wait. it. Um, I, can't, I can't hear you. Yeah, I missed out on it. I, ha I haven't seen the videos yet. Oh, well, we've done it. How many times, Lorraine? Maybe... Ten? Too many for Tiny. Well, I'll tell you what happened on Sunday when we had a little cookout. Of course, we had a great singer from Boston, my sister Tina, sing in the backyard, and she really helps us. We're known as uh, Tavara Letts on the Cape Cod. So we were singing Check It Out like we always do, at, no matter where we are when we're in a group. Um, and we're usually... Internet and I are always in that, and others join in. Like, Denise didn't want to do it last Sunday. But anyway... As we're singing the song, Jessica, my daughter, who calls Tiny her dad, picked up the phone, unbeknownst to us, and called Tiny. Mm -hmm. And Tiny said to her, are they at that again? But that was the best we ever sounded because we had Tina. No. So if you go on my page, it should be there, Charlie. Was that the one you, who's that duet, the husband and wife team? Who's that? Yes. Yeah, it, yep. it was that day. Yes, uh, and she yeah. sang with us. She's yeah. a great um, singer from Boston. Her and her husband have yeah, done a lot both. of show bands in Boston. They, I don't know if you have seen them on one of my shows, but I have. You know, Tina is my my sister. Very, very, very and good. Before we go on, before can I say one thing, and then I really need to let these girls talk. I want to say a very happy birthday to a very, very close dear friend, my sister, who's from New Bedford. She's Forts. She's um lives in New Jersey now, and we've been friends close to 40 years. And um I want to say happy birthday to her. And if she's probably gonna listen later on, because I'm sure Diane's out celebrating, but Diane Forts Miller, doctor in New Jersey, my sister, I love you and happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Diane. <laughs> We had a good time with Diane. There was like, what, seven of us two years ago in the vineyard. We rented a house. 
right? Yeah. Yes, yes. We had fun. a blast. So we we're going. We, Antoinette and I traveled to Florida. This group of us were going um, to Maine in May and no, September. So. We performed when we were in Florida as well. <laughs> And I think you guys perform everywhere. It, we do. Every time we get together, it's it's ad nauseum for real, but we do it anyway. And Lorraine got a letter in the mail, and it was someone who volunteer, volunteered to be our manager. Oh, I should have brought that letter. A, <laughs> it came as a, as a surprise, along with T-shirts with a new name for us, um, the Granny, what was it? <laughs> what was it? Uh-oh, somebody's song. Anyway, Roger Alves decided that he wanted to be our road manager. Uh-huh. And he made some t-shirts for <laughs> And it was pretty hilarious. Oh, somebody phone. This is not good. Sounds like a fire drill. I'm gonna let's all run out. We'll bring Charlie with us. <laughs> I'm already out. <laughs> no. He said that he got us a job on Nantucket, but would be with we get paid by giving us hot dogs and hamburgers. And if we wanted an extra one, we'd have to pay for it. But they weren't even paying for a ferry ride. I mean, you know Roger Owls. He's a character. Yeah. He sent that package to my house with, like, I think it was six T-shirts for us. <laughs> and when we performed Sunday, did you get the message? He wanted to know where our T-shirts were. So we need to do that again. Oh, oh I forgot about those T-shirts. That's right. So anyway, the other thing that some of us have in common, but not all, mostly I think Antoinette and I, is we're political junkies. And during this last, what, eight, no, seven years, we're, we're, we're together all the time when it comes to politics. She comes to my house. We watch all the elections together. I have to say that I don't know if I've won, watched Morning Joe since Biden won because it was a yeah. morning thing, six o'clock in the morning with TV on. But so Antoinette and I are very passionate political I I know it would be so easy to get into politics, and I didn't want to bring it to this forum. But I, I, did. I, I just, I just want to say one thing to the audience: our democracy truly is in danger. And if you don't know what that means, at least Google it, because right now it is at risk. True statement, and it's it's scaring me. So. It's frightening, and everyone needs to be concerned. That's all I'll say. Well, okay, we'll have that discussion after. All we yeah, can do, I. All we can do is vote. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know, well, I don't think that's all you can do is vote. I think you need people need to be educated. I think you need to talk about it. See, people say stay away from politics well, and religion. I I like discussing both as long as it's done in a state of a calm environment. I mean, I welcome yeah, knowledge and education. Charlie. Educate me. And if maybe you can get through to me. I mean, you are not going to ever get through to me on Trump. So that's not going to happen. But well, anything else, I mean, same thing with religion. I don't have yeah. any problem discussing. I, I don't one. either, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to bring that in today, except for, to make that one statement. 
And um, Charlie, you're right. You want me to apologize is, now or later? Voting is important, but that's the whole thing going on right now, this voter suppression that's going on all over the place. So, you know, it's, it's real. It's happening right now. And the average person doesn't know what's going on right now. So that's what scares me. But I don't want to get why, into That's where education plays. Right. Absolutely. Not just voting. Right. So anyway... Right. Let's talk about family. We'll get off that subject now. Okay. I think we're all grandmothers. Yes. Yep. Some yep. to a fault, like me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my kids get so mad when I say this. The best. And I want to say I don't mean it. I said, if I known them when I know now, and I would have taken a double dose of birth control. I would have had pets instead. How? You would have what? <laughs> <laughs> you do have a pet. I, I know. I got a dog after my kids were out the house. That's why. <laughs> I hope the kids aren't listening. <laughs> I, they know well, I love them. What did you say, Renee? I said I don't think we would trade them for anything. I wouldn't save them for anything? Trade. Trade. We wouldn't trade. trade. Oh, no. Of course not. No, I love my kids. Absolutely. I love my grandkids. I have a five-year-old, a 12-year-old. 12, 12 if I get it wrong, he will choke me. But um, they're the best thing That's ever. That's the one that doesn't like to kiss. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. He'll give you cheek to cheek. He doesn't want to, his name's Deontay, and he doesn't, he's not a very affectionate person. You know, we'll tell him, give g a kiss, and he'll just give me a cheek to cheek. And I'm like, uh-uh, you don't leave until I feel lips on my cheeks. <laughs> and he'll do it, and then he'll leave. He'll be like, and then he I wipes it. I wonder if it's an age thing, because I'm I'm very affectionate. Always have been. I could go in my mother and father's house, kiss and hug, come back a half an hour later and do the same thing. And my youngest one is very affectionate, but Kendon and Ray Lee are not. They used to be, but this is not affectionate at all. My five-year-old really took her really first bike ride there on Main Street by herself. And she was a little nervous. She called her mother. Of course, I was in New Bedford most of the part of the day today. My car is on the um, hospital bed, so I had to use yeah. Jessica's car and come back. But she allowed her to go on Main Street by herself to meet a friend, and that's a big deal. And she is going to be, you know, fifteen. Of course, I was worried because I worry all the time. When I called Jessica, that I was almost home. She said that Ray was a little nervous. Um, riding her bike back. So I go around the corner and down the street and I see her. I've never seen that kid so happy to see me. She went, oh, it's my grandmother. <laughs> she was oh, nervous that's somebody's going to kidnap her, right? Oh. <laughs> that's the most affection I've gotten in a long time. Oh, my little five-year-old. He's very, he wants to snuggle all the time, just right up under you 24-7. He's very, very, sometimes it's a little nerve-wracking because if he goes to a friend's house, that's just how he is by nature with everybody. And in this time and age, you know, it's kind of scary to get that close to someone because you don't know. So I kind of, you know, talk with him or whatever, but I let him know that it's good to cuddle, but only with family and, you know, because he'll go up to anybody, give him a you big probably hug, grow kiss. Out of that. Yeah. Well, that's a subject. What? Showing affection. I said, well, that's the subject. Showing affection. Now, you know, these people in the workplace, 
It yeah. used to be it used to be okay to just, you know, put your hand when you're speaking, you might tap somebody's knee or something and now it is an issue and everyone is so afraid. Not right? me. Yeah. Even words, if you say a certain word, you know, you yeah. got to be careful of how you speak as well. Don't you think that's more so in high profile places though with high profile people? You think that goes down to the it, level of just in a common workplace? Well, it, it depends on the person's personality or, or character, I'd say. Yeah. It's happening everywhere. Okay, yeah. so Renee, you work in City Hall. Are you subjected to any of that or do you see any of that? No, but men have to be especially careful these okay, days. So what does Renee have to say about that? All, all I would say is that um, through this whole COVID thing, it was the worst thing in the world, not being able to kiss and hug people because that's what we do. You know, well, I don't know if I agree with that's what we do. I, I, I don't think that's what we do as friends, but I don't think that's a general statement. I don't think a lot of people. Well, do I think that. it's maybe more. It's more like a Cape Verdean thing, Lorraine. Excuse me, know. I'm 100 French, and I kiss and hug all the time. No, no, but that's how oh, the Cape Verdeans. Yes, I hear it all the time from Ray. Ray yeah. is a New Yorker. He's been here a few years, and he keeps saying, "I have never seen people kiss and hug as much as UK mm -hmm. Verdeans." Yeah, you know, I, I'm not disputing that. I agree with that. Yeah. But that's not exclusive. Like I said, we hug and kiss all the time in my household and all my no, relatives. It, it's not exclusive. Maybe it was maybe it was a time. I don't know. But we do that. But talk about the pandemic. That pandemic I think um interfered in our lifestyle a little bit. A lot. Us as yeah, but no, we still got together. We still had fun. No, I think did, as far um, as with this pandemic, the way it affected people, oh. I think a lot of people were before the pandemic, everybody was out. Hardly anybody was ever home. They were either working 24-7 yeah. or hanging out. Now everybody had no choice but to stay home, seclude themselves, and they just don't have the socialization with people anymore. It's just like sometimes when you try to communicate with people, it seems like they're not tuned in with everything it's, it's just to me I, I feel it's strange um since the pandemic i don't it think people are as friendly as nice i, I agree uh Deneen. it has had a psychological effect on a lot of people mm -hmm. admittedly they say so yeah, yeah i you see it a lot it didn't affect me at all but i've heard people speak i don't about think it affected me i'll tell you how it affected me it, it affected my granddaughter in school that first time, big time, especially being alone, not having a sibling her age. She couldn't be with her friends. I think it did a lot of damage to children. Not being able to go to school remote to me was the worst, even though she didn't do any remote at all this year. But my own personal experience, I mean, Jessica worked in the hospital. She never stopped working one day, which I think is sad because they should have got extra pay to health care workers. So, but I'm talking about as us personally and as a group, we still got together. We, internet, you and I went to Florida. I know, I know, we did. 
But that People was further were, on. I'm talking about like in the beginning when it first started, nobody knew what anything was. Everybody had to stay in the house. Nobody oh, was going during to the lockdown. Nobody's yeah. going to stores, everything. You know what I mean? And then it stayed for so long. And then I think <clears> just people are just not in tune anymore with people. And it, it's sad to say that because I think to me, communication with people is the 100% key for a good I agree with you. And, and I believe what you're saying, although I can't relate to it because I didn't experience that. I'm talking about the people. I didn't experience it myself, but just I sometimes sit back and I, with what I do, and I look back and I look at the people that, not even people that I know, I could be other places or whatever, but just the way people act towards other people, there's more, I think there's more violence. There's more uh, Well, rudeness. I don't think there's, that has to do with the pandemic. I think that has to do by our ex-president who made it very blatant. It's okay to be who you are. Be, act like that. That's I don't. Yeah, see, I'm not. I'm not into the politics thing. I just think because people have been in their house secluded, everybody wanted to get out. I mean, well, this could be a part years of ago, Everybody was out in the bars. They were partying. You were going out to eat. You were, you know, having cookouts. You were having Thanksgiving. You were having all that, and it came to a stop. That's like a shock to the world. Yeah, you know, I, I, I yeah. agree with you. I'm just I mean, saying I don't think it affected us as a group, a group no, of friends that we no. have. I think we still did lots of things. Oh, sometimes people, you know, they, it's a comfort level, and and if you're uncomfortable with the pandemic and all the all the things that possibly could happen, you know, you kind of stay away. Um, and you know, if you girls or ladies may see each other on a daily basis, where it's kind of that that's a normal conversation, that normal interaction, it's sort of like family. So family usually would talk and meet and greet you with each other. Yeah, um, you're right. And 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 so, but I I just think that um, you know, this a lot of people were uncomfortable and and oh, and, I agree. And Denine, I I agree with you. There was just so much you could do. Um, and it got to the point where I said, look, I don't know if I'm gonna be safe or not. Let me just stay home and and you know, go to work. Oh, home, I know a lot of people who feel that way. And listen, we took a lot of uh, precautions when we got together. We wore masks even out together in a restaurant or whatever. We didn't go to that many restaurants, did we? We did no, mostly we did, like, house parties. things like out in the yard. Mm -hmm. Internet. Yeah, we had um, a cookout at Yvonne's house in December. Did Did Antoinette wear the rollers? <laughs> I'm so mad at Antoinette because she should have told us about that. You know what? We could have joined in yeah. with that. Yeah, I hopped on Amazon and I, I looked for a wig that had rollers in it and there it was. Lady Gaga it came like two days later. I'm sorry I didn't tell you. I didn't think anyone would be this silly. You know me. I always look for oh, props and stuff. Really? Now, how long is your wig if you take your rollers out? No, it's made to be Not in attached. these curves. Yeah. Oh. So it's oh, already... Okay. Already pre-made. You just put yeah, it. Yeah, it's out just of the box. a prop for like a play or something. You know, little cheap thirteen dollar wig with curls. She's, act, she's acting now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Actually, I love you, girls. I love my friends. Lorraine, I'm so blessed uh, they have so many good friends. Lorraine, I got a question for you. If if the walls in your house or the fence around your house could talk, 
who would give the best conversation, your fence <laughs> or your no. My excuse me, my friends or what? You, you know, the fence. The fence. Your, the fence. If the right. fence could talk and tell stories about what goes on in that yard, what would t- who would tell the best stories? Your fence or the walls in your house? Oh. Wow, you shut That's her up for a minute, dude. <laughs> I've had some great times in my backyard, right, girls? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the best times. Yeah, I don't know. No, if if walls could talk, it would be right in that living room, right there when we sat around this table one night. And it was Oh like, yeah, but that wasn't my wall. Oh no, my house? no. No, no, right here at Yvonne's. Yvonne's house. Yes. Was I there? Janine? <laughs> no, Janine, you were not there. Okay. No, listen. Oh, I was funny that you, you but Antoinette, we had um was it in April? Janine, you were here when we sat around Yvonne's house. It was Renee, you were here also. And Linda, well, I think it was the first time Linda came out. Yeah. Um and we sat at this table. Usually we all bring some food and it's so ridiculous now that sometimes we just order out. And we always put music on, especially internet. If not internet, you know, I put, we, we can't walk around with speakers all the time in our cars or the beach or because we're beach goers. And we never put the music on that night. And I think there were six of us, if I remember correctly. Internet, you weren't here that night. No. And we had the most fabulous conversation among us. We talked about everything. We talked about relationships. We talked about families. We even brought in sex, which we don't normally do. Right, Denise? Um, you talked about what? Sex? Sex. We don't normally talk well, about sex among us. I'm, yeah, no. but that's what I'm referencing the time we were here. I'm surprised that room didn't catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that now. Oh, yeah, oh. I remember. That's not really a topic of our conversations. Some things we just... Not usually. No, no. it's not. Because we have so many different subjects to talk about. We, we, we're we never lost a conversation. I mean, Renee's awfully quiet tonight because in to me, because they're, they're leery about I know, you know, what's going to happen on this show. I had to threaten them, Charlie. Yes, yeah, she they did. They weren't going to be invited to the next cookout. Well, I'm, I'm glad that both of you are here. Um, and uh, Renee, I thought you were another Renee Fernandes, and I'm sorry. And then when I seen the picture, I said, oh, I know who that is, you know. And then you know, obviously I know Denine. So this is this is great. You know, it's a good crew. I got nothing but high respect for all of you. And I'm glad you're here. And Thank you. Don't get Thank bullied. you for having us. Don't get bullied by R- Lorraine. Just give her a glass of wine, you know. I'm not up. drinking wine. I'm drinking water. And they don't get bullied by me. They know how much I love them. <laughs> I'm probably the most... Well, Denise, I think Denise, are you more blunt than I am, Denise? And what? More blunt than I am? Oh, hell no. (laughs) 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 No, I'm blunt. I mean, I didn't even ask me that question, huh, Denise? (laughs) Denise's blunt. I am, but not like you. This is the way I I live my life. First time that I met anybody that I'm involved with. I, re- I am a very blunt person. 
I'm also very loyal. And if I think something's wrong, I'm going to be as diplomatic as possible, but I am going to pull a friend aside. And most of the time, and I want that done to me also. So most oh, of the definitely. time, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. But I don't know if everyone would do that. What do you think, Antoinette? You know, Antoinette, I'm like that. Yes, I, yes, you are like that. You always have been. But Internet, if you had an issue with someone, yeah, would you just ignore it or would you let no, them know? I, oh, no, no, no. I always address an issue. Always. So because there's some people that don't confront like Lorraine. When I first met Lorraine, first seen Be Lorraine, nice to me. <laughs> I'm nice. When I first saw Lorraine, she was on stage. And I think it was at Whites of Westport. I don't know who I went with, my mom or somebody or whatever. I forgot what it was. And oh, she got well, on the mic. Yeah, I have to. And she basically just told everybody, listen, shut up. <laughs> but she but didn't I say did it not like say that. that. No, you did. I said you basically, but it was just, it was the way you said it that to me, it didn't bother me. But some other people would be offended by it because they would think that you were like you're not aggressive, but you're verbal. You know what I mean? And to me, I appreciate I'm that. I'm assertive. I'm not aggressive. I'm assertive. But I'm going to tell you something. You know who taught me that? Armstead Christian. Oh, Charlie, you, I don't know if you remember Armstead. If you were talking while he was performing, he would stop playing. Yeah. No, I And think I don't do true. that mostly for me. And, I, and I'm used to it. It's like we were talking the other day about hecklers. Um, I do it out of respect mostly for musicians. And for other patrons who pay to go hear music, not hear a table. And I'm not saying it's supposed to be quiet, of course, because a lot of my um, shows, it's about um, socialization. People socialize. They go there to see. I mean, I have a lot of the same people. I'm excited to say Saturday night. I have a lot of new people come to my show. But I guess it comes down to respect because everybody knows I'm a bitch when it comes to respect because... It says a lot about their character as well as mine. Do I screw up? Of course I do. I've no, never, I'm not listen, saying I that you were being perfection. rude. I'm not saying you're being rude or mean. You said you're assertive. Like, you're, like I, I probably wouldn't have said nothing. I probably would have just quieted down until everybody noticed it, that, you know. Okay, well, sometimes silent. I just stand there with my hand attention. on my hip. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it. You just but put your they, hand up and you how just can you sit there and say that you're not blunt? I am blunt to a certain extent. I think you're more vocally blunt than I am. Just my opinion. And I think that you're a much harder person than I am. That could be true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. You're more stubborn than I am. <laughs> Listen to these two. <laughs> I'm a cancer. I, I can be reasoned with. I'm a Cancerian too, Denise. Hi. <laughs> well, hey. I'm not into astrology, but I'm a Libra, and I read a lot of things. I cannot. It shocks me how much they say about me that it's true, especially about loyalty and friends and entertaining. And Charlie, I are am people commenting on you because we can't see it. Oh, you can't. Oh, Don't I see stuff if coming it's not in. Nice. Uh, Alita. Alita Mello says that is so true. Armstead was my friend. He would really say that and he would stop playing until everyone was exactly. quiet. Exactly. Yeah. So uh Damon Demandin, he says, uh 
He says, hello, Mrs. Fernandes, I see you. So hmm. Damon, um, let's see. He also had a question. He said, hello. He says, um, hello, ladies. Nice to see you all. Two questions. Who wears a mask alone in their car? <laughs> no, 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 no. And, sec- and secondly, what family patriarch has kept you all getting together the most through through life, Nana or Papa? Oh, I thought you meant as a group. Yeah. I just want to say something quick before I forget while they're here. Go ahead. I'm the one that plans most events for us. Am I right or wrong, girl? Yes. yes. You are the hub. I always refer to you as the hub. Well, I'm tired of doing it. So can someone else come and take over for the next few times? Because <laughs> if I don't plan it, it doesn't get done. I'm tired. So she does it on a podcast. Listen, I've already planned one in August. I planned one in July. But your, your contract's not your contract is still valid and it's a lifetime. So you gotta keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you, Charlie. And, I'm not uh, talking about shows, Charlie. I'm talking about just us getting together as this yeah, like six feet of us. That's what I'm talking about. That's, That's your I'm nature. You about. do that all the time. Yeah, and you, exactly my point. You're gonna get so outvoted. you're gonna get outvoted anyways, you know, three yeah. to one. Three to if one. If there's so, nothing wrong with it, why fix it? Praise the Lord. Listen, it's just like we grew up um, visiting uh, relatives after church on Sundays and having dinner. That's how I grew up. That has fallen apart for most families. Oh, mm-hmm. it is. You're right. Yeah. And so you're kind of like that. <laughs> if you, if you're not here to do it, it will fall apart. Sorry oh, to tell okay. you. Yeah. And I just yeah, want to so answer that gentleman's question about the mask. I don't wear a mask by myself in the car. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I do. If I if I jump in from one store to another, I keep it on for two minutes. But also, Damon, I don't understand this. I've heard this question a lot. Who gives a darn if somebody wears a mask in their car? Who cares? It's just funny. I mean, it's did you ever drive, drive and you see somebody by themselves, yeah. like literally like driving with the mask on and just all into it, and you look and they're like, what the um, heck? I, 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 I concern myself with more important issues than that. So oh, I just think it's we, hysterical. Yeah, I true. do too, Denise. <laughs> and who says Denise's not quiet? Who's that? I don't, <laughs> Where's I my don't mask? Know. I'm going to go get it. Actually, I walked into the store tonight without a mask, and I felt like I was naked because I had I didn't have my car, and I didn't have a mask. I still wear masks in stores, depending on where I'm going. Yeah, I wore I a mask know. today and they laughed at me. I'm like, I forgot where I was going, but I put a mask on to go in the store. Like, I think it was the bar. I think it was that as, bar you were going into. As yeah, you're right. Dr. It was the Metro Club in Middleborough. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to go pick up Uncle Ben. Yes. Uncle Ben? Yeah, the I had to pick up Uncle Ben, ben in Middleborough. <laughs> oh, I love Uncle Ben. Yeah, that's my road dog. Yeah, you're lucky to have a road dog. Yes. I need a road dog. It's funny, talking about get-togethers, on my drive here, I was thinking today, and I think I told you this before, Charlie, I said, wait, there's oftentimes I wish I lived back in the New Bedford area, but I think that 
I don't know what happened because I would do those Sunday's dinners. I was thinking the same thing, Antoinette. I would have open house on Sunday. Hi, Terry. Uh-huh. Sorry, go ahead. And I would cook and just have everybody come in. Uh-huh. That would I, that'd be my glory. Uh-huh. So, that was a very nice tradition, and it's so sad today that families are falling apart and just, you know, busy in their own lives and not doing Sunday dinners on a regular basis. I went to my grandmother's house just about every Sunday for dinner in New Bedford. I grew up, my grandparents raised me, and every single day we had, like, Monday was liver, Tuesday was whatever, Wednesday was this, but Sunday, I knew what our meal was every single day, but Sunday was the most important meal because that's when like my mom will come over and my sister and all, and we would sit in the dining room. My grandmother would cook. My grandfather would be out in the trailer drinking his cutty sock or whatever, coming in for dinner. My grandma's outside smoking her L&M cigarettes, you know, but we all were there at once on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the same. Peter and I talk about it all the time. It's so funny. Like Saturdays tend to be like, Beans and Frank's Day for some reason. And Thursdays for some reason seems to be Chinese food. Um about Wednesday, Wednesday was Prince Spaghetti Day. And then yeah. Friday, Spaghetti of course, day, yeah. was always fish. Right. And and we kind of kept to that. Yeah. See, I, I love to cook, as you girls know. I love to cook. But I have a bunch of vegetarians in the house, including myself. I probably ate more meat in the last six months than I have in the last 15 years. But I do love to cook, but I can't stand cooking and no one eats it. So, see, I'm like that. I'll cook. I love to cook. You know me. I'm always cooking, but I don't eat my own food. Not that it's bad. It's just because I cook all day long. And by time the end comes, it's like I don't want to eat because I've been smelling food for so many hours. Denise, I understand that because, you know, Sunday during my cookout, I I didn't eat one thing. And it wasn't because I just forgot. I didn't eat. Right. Denine, do you taste as you cook or do you just No, smell it? that's my you bad thing. I don't. I don't measure either. No, I don't measure. Like I did a I dinner on Wednesday for the VFW and I made this chicken. It's called a tangy apricot chicken. So I had my friend Shana. She does pastels. So she's cooking the pastels and I'm making the sauce and I'm putting the stuff in. She was like, what the heck are you doing? I said, I'm making a sauce. She was like, well, how do you know what to put in it? I said, I don't. I said, I'm just like, basically, you know, I'm I never mention when I cook either, but it always comes out good. So I haven't had, you know, if I get a complaint, then I'll change it up. But till then I go with the flow. It's weird. Uh, I I taste and taste. I taste as I cook. Oh, Antoinette's husband, Peter, make the best chocolate chip cookies. I haven't gotten any yet. The ones with the little peanut butter things in them. No. No. Oh, those, the, um, oh, those are those, uh, the kisses. The Peanut, yes, my uncle my aunt Kathy, my aunt Kathy Faria. Hi, Kathy, auntie. She makes the best. She used to make them every holiday, and we haven't had any holidays in almost two years that I haven't had any in a long time. And I'll I tell you don't what, girls, eat, but I do like cookies. Love cookies. Especially I am done with pistachio <laughs> cakes. I probably made five in the last month. I'm not making another pistachio cake. <laughs> Benin, I love cookies, too. I even refer to myself as the cookie monster. Wherever yeah. I go, wherever, <laughs> I um, after we eat dinner, it's like I'm on a mission. I have to find some place to buy a cookie. 
Yes. I never knew that about you, Antoinette. Oh, yeah. Boston, I don't care where I am. I have to find a cookie. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a cookie monster, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I am. I love Peter's cookies, though. How about you, Renee? I thought I was going to be the quiet one. Renee, you haven't said a word yet. Renee, I knew you weren't going to be the quiet one. (laughs) I am the quiet one. (laughs) Yeah, Renee is. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I don't cook. Uh, She doesn't. She's not lying. (laughs) Yeah, no. Can I tell a potato salad story, Renee? Okay. (laughs) I think so. so. I think so. (laughs) I I did very little cooking for this past cookout. I did potato salad. I love my potato salad, but boy, I hate making potato salad. So Renee calls me up and asks me, what do you need? I'm thinking maybe I can get out of it. I said, what about potato salad? She says, oh, no, I can't make potato salad. I said, what do you mean you can't make potato salad? She says, because something always goes wrong. The potatoes are too hot or they're too mushy. And Uh I can't make potato salad. That's the first person I ever met who didn't know how to make potato salad. I never knew how to make potato salad. She'll go buy you anything you need, but she doesn't want to cook. I'll tell you, I agree with you, Renee, because I first started making potato salad. My mother showed me how to do it. And the first time I made it, I had the same. I didn't know whether the potatoes were going to be. I didn't know if they were going to be too soggy, too hard. They, you have to get them just right. And I did it the first time. They were a little hard. The second time was a little mushy. And I think the third time I ended up getting it right. But it was just if you don't watch it. They say it takes two times. Charlie, were you going to say something? Yeah, I, I mean, I made potato, potato salad the first time last year. That's the first. I mean, it's always been in our family. I just never had to make it. I tried it last year. Um, and uh, Chef Gordon Woodbury. I went through his YouTube video and I just started cooking his potato salad, and it came. I out. put a little sugar in my potato salad. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, no. was it good? Yeah, it was. I had to eat it by myself, so I got to say it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I used to make German potato salad when I lived in Germany many years ago. What's German oh. potato salad? It's made with um, a little bit of water and vinegar. Ew. No mayonnaise. <laughs> no, it was quite good. Actually. And the grocery, the grocery store potato salad is just not good ever to me. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't had it in years. Oh, it doesn't have any taste to it. They no. sell the German style too. And, oh no. Well, I'm sure store bought and homemade is two different things. Yeah, I can't stand store bought potato salad. That's what I'm saying. That's no, I'm talking I'm about saying. regular potato salad. Oh, yeah. That's any what I'm saying. Potato salad, macaroni salad, any of that. I, I, I oh, buy. it's horrible. I yeah. know. So, anyway, Ivory Bell is coming down to the Cape for a few days after the show. So, Lorraine. Yes. Why did you stop drinking? I, I asked myself that quite a lot. I don't, no reason. Listen, I, I, I don't know. I, every time I seen you at the show, you had a drink in your hand. Was you stressed out? Uh, well, I don't have a problem if that's if I don't have a problem if that's what you're insinuating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I just, you know, you, every the past what two weeks, I asked you that you said you don't drink anymore. I haven't. So I was, 
Listen, my friends will tell you, I've been going out, I have a ginger ale. Um, I actually never drank till late in age. Um, there was a time, I think, maybe a couple of years ago, during the pandemic, I hardly ever drank at all. And in January, I mean, it was not uncommon for me to have like half a glass, a glass of wine. And I just not have had the desire to drink. There's no other reason. And I even tell my friends, I don't understand why I just, you know, I did actually have a drink last night because I went to the VFW and helped Danine out because she was cooking and somebody wanted to buy me a drink. But I had to tell the bartender to make it weak because, you know, their drinks are kind of strong. And I had a, I had a Tito's. But You know what? I think as we get older, we don't enjoy it as much. That's what I think is happening. I'm down to just like one glass of wine. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> the second glass puts me to sleep. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm not even kidding. It's like the wines give me a headache. I've never been one to drink, you know, like cocktails or anything. I try it. I don't, it, I just don't enjoy hard liquor. Um, but you still keep trying, though, because every time we get together, you have a different I, recipe for something. I know, because I'm trying to find something that doesn't give me a headache. Take some time out before you drink. Huh? Water. 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 <laughs> exactly. I don't know. And, you know, I, I drive a lot, Charlie, too, going back and forth. I mean, I don't drive late at night. I always get a room. Or I have plenty of rooms, like places I can stay in. But... um. I don't know. I, I asked my question that same question. Why did I just stop drinking? I'm I'm telling you, as you get older, you drink less and less. When those old folks that go to the vets, excuse me, I don't like that analogy. They they start ordering orange juice, ginger ale. All of the older folks, like in their seventies, they 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 stop. Ordering. I think he's insulting me right now. Well, no, you didn't stop drinking. You just slow down. You just drink occasionally. You don't drink like you used to, but you still drink here and there. Yeah, I did not quit drinking. Right. If I feel like going out and having a drink, uh, a glass of wine with dinner or an after-dinner drink, I'm doing it. And I notice with you, if you're driving, you don't want to have a drink because you have to drive such a... Exactly. I know sometimes when you drink or whatever, you stay down where you're at. You don't like to drive... Because exactly. Actually, but... I don't like driving at night anymore. Listen, my car almost broke down on the highway last night. So um, I don't like driving oh, I, at I, night. I, mean, I, I get that, you know, because most likely the other one is traveling a distance, correct? Yeah, and that's why lots of times we meet at where we are now at Yvonne's house because she lives in Wayham and it's a half display point. But going to New Bedford really is so easy for me because I'm there so often and I mean, oh, by the way, did you get your tickets, Charlie? I dropped them off. No, I, I got there too late. So I oh, go. boy. It's all right. Okay. Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to sell my tickets. And, um, it's no big deal. I already hey, got a hundred. I already have 120 bucks already. So. Yeah, the man. But, I know. Thank but, you. But it's like we said, we, we, we want people there. So. Exactly. Uh, you want to talk about that for a minute? All right, let me uh let me try to do something here. All right. Uh the um Well, I, no, I'll I'll talk about that later. Um Okay. Later. Let's talk about Saturday. Yeah, let's talk about Saturday. I was going to bring Tavi's flyer up here. Excuse me, ladies. I don't mean to block your beautiful faces, but everyone uh 
is a nice event coming up Saturday, this Saturday. Making Music Memories. Welcome back, Ivory Bell, Saturday, June 12th, 8 p.m., Fights of Westport, 66 State Road. Also, KG Express Band. Tickets are $20. Um, if you want a ticket, you can call me, message me. I'll get you one. Um, or you can see Lorraine. Um, go down to Cecilia's Boutique. Cecilia, Cecilia no longer has tickets. I picked everything up today. Okay, that's right. You did tell me that. So they can call I, me. At this point, if anybody wants tickets, I'll leave them at the door. Yeah, please. Um, so. So what? Good event. I love Ivory Bell. Great, great, uh, great musician. Definitely worth the ticket price. And um, for the ticket price, you guys are getting a good show. Which Lorraine Excuse me, always. Charlie. Hey. Say hi to Yvonne. I'll host this for the night. How you doing? <laughs> hi, Charlie. Uh, how's things? Join retirement. Very good. Good, good, good. Nice. He's to retired. See you. Yes, I know. That's a it's a good thing. Uh, I know. Yeah. Yvonne and good. I are together all the time. That's good. Good people. If we're good not together, we're together. on the phone. <laughs> French. So anyway, talking about Ivory Bell. Ask Internet. Internet loves Ivory Bell. I surely do. Because he's got that sound, it's so authentic. That's what I love about his singing style he sounds like the real deal from back in the 70s yes the music we grew up with it's just so authentic there's um uh let me see who's a guy on the temptations with the deep voice he passed away um levi stubbs i think that's him but nobody can sing like him anymore there's not too many people that could sing like that and with Ivy Bell, you know, I like his voice. It's so authentic. It's original. And um, and it sounds just That's like... That's a Ron different. Tyson voice, huh, Antoinette? Yeah. From the Temptations, Ron Tyson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm so looking forward to the Temps and the Tops coming this summer. You Then ask me then what about my fence talking in the backyard. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope uh, you're going to be there, Charlie. Yes, yes. Um Actually, I, would, I just want to say something, too, before I, I'm not going to forget, but not anything to do with us. Um, I want to wish uh, Michael Kahn a very happy birthday. I believe okay. it's tomorrow, but I'm not quite sure. And I hope he has a lot of success in his event July 3rd, which I'm sure he will be. So I didn't want to forget to say that. Yeah, people are excited about it. I hope that um, I hope they turn out, you know. A lot of, I mean, we got Lori Gomes, we got Danielle, who I love, you know, um, Wayham Products. She sings very, very, I mean, she's a professional. Uh, I think. And Deneen made the flyer. See, Deneen, you did a great job. Thank you. And I blame the typo on uh, Lorraine. <laughs> blame it on Michael. I just copied you. Did. I, I did fix it, though. Yeah, I did you, fix did. It. you did. It looks nice. It's yeah, she did nice. fix it. I, um,. <coughs> It's um, but I, I I can't wait. I'm gonna stop by on the third, and uh, support the event. And well, I live too far to travel on July fourth off the Cape. Well, I think I'm gonna That's... do a couple. I think I'll do a couple of podcasts right from the wall. Bring my phone, do a couple of things, talk to a few people. I don't know. It all depends, you know. 
I might just want to hang out like everybody else too. So. Oh, and don't forget the cookout there in Marson's Mills. What what cookout? No, oh no, no, we might. I don't know if we're gonna. Uh, oh. I gotta wait for one of the Pina family to call me, and uh, if they do, then I want to get. I want to go out there. Um, no, I love David Pina. Yeah, he's he's a nut. I wish I could get more people from the Cape that to go to my show. I realize it's a distance, but I know so many of these people here, like David, who really enjoys that old school R&B music. Well, I don't. I mean, I love I love the Cape. So if you do something in the Cape, I'll be there. You know. I think the problem is maybe the venues. They don't have enough huge venues out there. And they want to charge you so much money. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, it's not worth it. I'd end up taking money out of my pocket if I did it. Um, I did a couple, actually, I brought in the Blue Notes and, and I and I rebuild when they had the International uh, Days in. But again, you know, they were good to me. So, but when you go to the Cape Cod or the Sheridan, they went on like $1,000 just for the room. That was the best weekend ever. <laughs> Which one was that? Refresh my memory. I have so many. The one you just mentioned over at the Cape Carter at the um, the hotel, all the people who came from Connecticut and New York. Oh, New York. That's all, when I had the magic. We I had all magic that weekend. There. Yeah. Well, Blue Magic was at White's, and then I brought Ivory Bell solo because it's a small room. Yeah, they all came. I have people come in from New York for my cookout. Evan, Renee, um, what? I mean, uh, Lorraine, what about um, like the VFW, that outdoor pavilion? That's very nice. Why don't you have something up pavilion. there? Yeah, Talk to have... Janine. Yeah, we got right now um, this woman. She's uh, on set. She lives in on set. She's a very well known to the community. I'm not sure if she's watching, but her name is Kat Jones. And um, she's part of a band. And she's doing summer concerts on Wednesdays now um, at the VFW in the pavilion. Last night was the first night that she did a fundraiser. It turned out very well. Um, so, you know, right now we're going to have the bar open. Went today to get the licenses for the bar. So the bar will be open on Wednesdays. They have nice concerts. They have variety of music. Um, they do hamburgers, hot dogs, everything. She has, you know, a couple of vendors that sell you know, uh, I think ice cream and jewelry and something else. But it, it it's a really good turnout. It's really nice because if it rains, it's still under the pavilion and you don't get wet. Um, so we'll have those on Wednesdays and Lorraine's, you know, more than welcome to come and have an event there, like maybe on a Sunday or something like that. I've um, been asking you to do that for two years. Yes. Well, we'll have to talk with Paul Rose, who's the bar manager at the VFW, and he will set something up and just let them know and i'm sure we can do something because that's like an in between the cape and new bedford yeah well i've done stuff at the rosebrook in Weeham, as you well know right yeah um which is um a property of whites but um i was kind of i was just being a little sarcastic Denise. i know because <laughs> <laughs> i have been i've been i have been asking you let me do something there yeah well i just like i said talk we'll talk with paul and we'll Gets things moving. Yeah, okay. It's a, it's a great. I love it there. It's real nice. Um, on a couple of times I've been there, you know, go once a year. It's been nice uh, through the pandemic because the upstairs is open, which I find much more comfortable. Right. 
So, um, anyway. Michael Consacio says, thank you for the birthday wishes. Oh, uh, yeah, welcome. And Donald Burgo asked if the parade is going to be held on Saturday. Um, Donald, I, I, what I understand is there's going to be some kind of um, car parade or something like that, whatever it is. But I don't think it's anything that's being done by um, by Michael. It's going to be someone else. But, you know, that's all I know. Um, yeah, and the, but the, I don't, I'm not sure if it's called a fundraiser because um, Jackie Fort's calling me today, actually, because they're doing the thing July 4th for Toy. Yes. It's uh, uh, Kids Day in honor of, uh, of, Toy. of Toy Forts and Tonkers Tumblers. Tumblers. Is that so, uh, Monty's Park also? Yeah, on July, yeah right at Monty's. Peter Brito and Lenny Ramis and and Jackie, uh, his sister, are actually putting it on. I'm trying to set up a podcast where I have them on here and uh, they can kind of give um, – just give an idea of what's going to happen that day, but um, they're going to give out T-shirts, limited limited amount of T-shirts, have food down there, and do some different activities. So hopefully Mr. Brito and Lenny Ramis could... Uh, well, that's going to be a great weekend at Monty's Park. Yeah, two days in a row. So, um, And I just hope everybody, you know, treats the, the park like it is. I try to tell everyone it's a, it's a park named after a U.S. veteran. So we got to. Oh, treat really? It. I didn't know that. Yeah. So we got to treat it right, just like any other memorial we have throughout the city, throughout the area. You know, so when we're eating, drinking, doing whatever we're doing, we need to put the stuff in the trash bin. That way, we don't get talked about on the next day. You know, so. Uh, mm -hmm. And I just want to say one thing before we go too is that with all the COVID and stuff, I know everybody's lost a lot of people. I've lost a lot of people in New Bedford, Franny Haddock, uh, Syl, Rose, Tabby. Yep. Um, and, and it's sad, you know, that such a bad pandemic could do such things to great people like that. And I just want to, mm -hmm. you know, send my condolences to all the families that have lost someone to COVID-19. Yeah, it's... Uh... Amen, Janine. Yes, Janine. I, I second thoughts. that. Second that. It's um so many, so many good people. Um, I I started a slideshow and I was gonna put everybody in the slideshow, and I started it. Try to get it going so I can just continually let it play, um, during a podcast. But um, every time I was done with it, I forgot somebody. So, Mike so, Montero put a beautiful slideshow with music for Tabby. Yeah, and I was, I'm not sure. I, I think Mike's listening. He may want to add to it where you can find that. It's beautiful song, beautiful pictures. Of course, Mike's so talented when it comes to, you know, photography and things like that. But Mike and um, Tabby were very close friends. Yeah. And yeah. golf partners. But, well, Charlie, um, you might want to ask people to send you pictures so then you won't miss anybody. So if anybody has any pictures that they want to share for that yeah. memory thing, they could probably send it to you. True, true. It mm -hmm. um, it uh, I had it. It was a song by um, Mariah Carey. Um, and she talks about someone passing, you know, and so I had it playing with that. And but uh, uh, it's a good idea because I kept forgetting someone, and um, 
No shame on me. I know so many people. Well, there's just... a girl on the Cape who recently lost her father. I don't know if you're Dennis Brando. Yes. And um, he's uh, she got everyone's names who died of COVID on Cape Cod in honor of her father. And they put the flags, which are still standing. I think she did it Memorial Day weekend. A flag for each um, person who passed away from COVID on the rotary by the Hyannis Airport. Oh wow! And she got a lot of fun, a lot of um, funding and support from the community, and um, she lost her dad, and it was a big, big loss for her. And yeah. she felt she 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 was compelled to do something in his honor. Uh-huh. Uh, JT was doing something. I think that's the same thing. Well, he was helping her, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Um, by the way, um, JT's probably going to be in my yard in a few weeks. Oh. Doing his thing. He's well worth it. Him doing and Angel. His, Angel, they put on a good show. I try to put it on the podcast, on the on the Facebook page, you know, and, and only because JT is so positive. How can you not? Well, he's the mayor of Hyannis. Yeah. But listen, let me tell you this quick story. (laughs) Internet, remember the night when Jonathan and Angel in the backyard? Renee, you were there. Yeah, of course. And one of the neighbors called the cops on me. (laughs) You remember? Yes, yes. So all of a sudden, so Jonathan's doing his thing, and you know, Angel's DJing, and coming through this back, my backyard is. Very tall, lean, in shape, police officer. How, how the girls in my yard thought I actually hired a stripper. How, we how, did. <laughs> but it was a real cop. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> so and he was really nice. Of course, he knew Jonathan. He just said, you know, just try to keep. It was only like 8 o'clock at night. Keep the music just, down. You should have threw Excuse money me? at him. You should have <laughs> threw money. You might have played the role. Listen, he, when we, I told him what the girls thought. Wasn't Camille ready to throw money at him? Yeah. Who else would do that besides Camille? <laughs> I know. I think so. <laughs> She'd probably belly dance with him. <laughs> yeah, Camille's a belly. Camille's a good friend of us. That's with us a lot. Who's a belly dancer? Which you know, I talked to um, Kanina. You know Kanina, right, Charlie? Uh, maybe. Kanina has a daughter with with Pocky. Yes, yes. Okay, so Kanina and I have been friends for oh my god, before Nikita was even born. I think before she was born with Pocky, and I spoke to her today, and I was telling her about the podcast. And she lives in L.A., but she's actually coming home in July. Robin in L.A. is coming home. No, in July, June. Anyway. It is June. I did a fundraiser for Kanina because she does this program for suicide awareness because her son is a victim of suicide. And actually, we did the fundraiser at the Biscuit Club. And I thought that um, she'd be good in one of your podcasts. I'm just putting it out there because she does. They even, what they did, a big billboard out in LA in honor of her son in suicide prevention. Internet, remember that? The bill? I don't know about that. Yeah, they did a billboard mm-hmm. on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, I'm just throwing it out there. No, feel free. I'll try to get in touch with her, and and which she'll be um, home July 18th. She's I'm going glad. to a tournament or something. You know, her son-in-law's Rashad Lewis, right? 
No, I didn't. Wow. Yeah. That's her son-in-law. Actually, you know, I did know that. I did know that. I did know that. We, Me and a couple of guys, we were talking about that um, not too long ago. And, um, yes, I did know that. So it, that leads us to this, this question I have for you ladies. Um, who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Um, oh. Antoinette, who would you like to see on who would I like to see? Better give me a minute. Um, you should ask us that at the beginning of the podcast and give us an hour to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Renee? Got anybody? Friend, relative? I have to apologize, Charlie. I mean, I have been sitting here for the last hour on a basketball. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to think about this for a minute. <laughs> What did she say? Oh my god. I'm sitting on a basketball. <laughs> oh goodness. I'm sitting on a bar stool without a drink. <laughs> so is that bad? Oh my god. I don't know. That's uh Yeah, that's um I probably have a lot of people. Uh, I'd like to see one on the podcast, but she won't do it. Who? You well, you got me to do it. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> You you will be better than her. <laughs> um, you know she has she's had a great life. She's worked very hard. Went through law school with being a single mother and became a judge. And I'm proud of her, just woman to woman, what she's accomplished. Mm. I mean, I have another girlfriend that I told you his birthday is today. She's you know a fourth from Grinnell Street. We started working together years ago at. Um, Louise on the Waff. I mean, her and I are sisters, which she's my sister. And she went to um, UNH and then she went to Tufts Medical School and it was really tough for her financially and working. And at the time, I felt like I was going through it with her because we were inseparable. And she now lives in New Jersey and she has um, two daughters. One just one graduated from Harvard with a master's. The other one graduated from Penn State. And I'm only saying this because I love these success stories, especially when they're friends and close friends and sisters of mine. It's like I really a firm believer in lifting everyone up, men and women, in a positive light. Yeah. And some of them don't get the credit they deserve. And I don't care if I even know them. If I hear a story about somebody that is even on Facebook, it's like that's what we all should be doing. Everybody to come out and do their best. I mean, I'm far from being perfect. I still have, I still want to be taught. I love conversations that stimulate my brain and nurture my heart. I always want to be lecture me and teach me. I love those kind of conversations with people, men and women. And I'm going to tell you something. Deneen, go ahead. I say I have sisters. I have many, many sisters. I have two biological sisters that I love madly. But I have so many. We're sisters. These people are so important in my life. Every single one of them. And we're all different. And there's too many to name. And people say to me, how many best friends do you have? I have a lot of best friends. Some of us are closer, closer than others. I have a group of people in my life that really have fulfilled me. Wow. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So I guess I'm still going to have to keep planning events for them. <laughs> <laughs> so, Denise, what was you going to say? 
She said okay, it here. Well, I only have 12% left on my phone, but I also would like to see on, a, I don't watch podcasts much and I'll tell you, and I'm going to be honest with you because I think they're kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, some of them, I've been chiming in since Lorraine had hooked me up with you. I, I used to watch some of you a little bit and then I'd have something to do, but there is a group that's in Wayham. It's called CYE, Community Youth Empowerment. They're a young yep. group. Jawan mm-hmm. Gambo. They're out there doing great, great things for kids. And I would love to have you have them, their organization on here to explain and maybe try to encourage the young youth, whatever their mission is, people need to hear it. And this yeah. is something that would be good for them. Janine, that's a um, great so idea. Sure if you could reach out to them or if that's something you would like. But any young youth group that are trying to help the younger I think with doing a podcast, because kids are all on social media, and I think they'll pay attention to that more than going out there and speaking, you know, because some people, they want to get on the podcast and say, okay, what's going on today? And if there's something of interest, I think it would help the youth, the young kids. I think yeah. it helped help the adults, too, because we still can, we can learn from elders, and we can learn from some of these young kids. Charlie, yeah. that, that kid we had on the um podcast with the um, barbershops thing was it two weeks ago in Atlanta yeah. I can't tell you how much that can impress me yeah he's um you know I'm gonna have him on in a couple of weeks but Denise I'm gonna have him on by himself um yeah but Denise I, I will reach out to them I have um I have a couple of dates this month that are that are open um but so you I'll, want us to come back okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course why not? But I, I'm gonna get, I may have to get in touch with you to give me some information who to reach out to. Um, okay, not a problem. And I'll do that. Um, I, you know, just based on you suggesting it, yeah, I I get them on here. Um, I can have probably about five people on here at a time, or if they they're just very want small to- organization. There's not many of them, yeah. but they're you know they're in their twenties. They're very respectable kids. Um, they are just trying to do good things. And I love it when I see the young, trying to teach the younger, you know what I mean? To try to stay out the streets and try to get educated and learn how to get a job and learn how to interview and all that stuff. And I think that's a positive thing for kids nowadays. That sure is. Such a good good idea, Denine. Yeah, It is. Uh, and Denine had already talked to me about this group before. And I think it's just, I think it's great that you remember to bring them up because I think that'd be a really good, positive thing for them, positive thing for, you know, Charlie to put on his podcast and for the community. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a fabulous idea, Denise. Yeah. And another thing, too, just a little before I run out of time here, I don't know what your podcast, maybe you do different things, but even if you've got like five-year-olds and six-year-olds and just kids say the darndest things, like just to ask them questions about <laughs> their family, their mother and stuff, just to, like that would that. Well, seem like I, that would be an interesting subject as well. I have six grandchildren that, um, I had two of them on already. It was one of my really? favorite podcasts, and they were they were very entertaining. Um, my granddaughter Soraya told everybody to uh, like and comment below, subscribe <laughs> to the Really Charlie podcast. Oh, we have only- a couple you can borrow as long as you pause yeah. to keep them for the night. <laughs> oh yeah, the kids so. today are so darn smart. It's oh, my incredible. Goodness, yeah. Yeah. My five-year-old, he just, every, I just, sometimes when he talks to me or he says things, 
I have to turn my head because I can't even think, believe the things that come out as milk. I'm uh, like, are you five uh, or 50? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, like his, John Paul, he was a, a guest on the uh, Really Charlie podcast. And he said, let me know if you need any resume seminars. I did it back in the day for a living nonprofit in L.A. Which, That's you know, my friend. He's from Curacao. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I've been to Curacao. Yeah. yeah. I met a few people out there. I mean, I don't know how far you do it or whatever, but he's also this young gentleman, John Paul. He's yeah. very no. well-educated, nice kid, very no. pleasant. Um, so if, I don't know if you would ever reach out to a different country or whatever, or island or whatever, but him too would be a, a you know. Does he still live in Curacao? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said LA. No, he's 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 here. He's in um uh he's out near. Are we Brockton. talking about the same person? Um yeah, I think we are because no, no, we might have a different person. Because I know him personally. He was just on the podcast just a couple of weeks ago. So. Okay, so yeah, we're talking two different people. I apologize. Right, so no <clears throat> um so I'll definitely um reach out to him. Um, he's, uh, John's a a great dude, but I want to get in touch with that youth group because I I think on the 30th I have open. So I'm going to see if they want to do something on June 30th. Okay. Um, and then we'll, we'll get that going. I'm curious why it's a small organization where there's so many, you know, Young kids in Wayham and on so why is- well what what well, maybe the they'll grow after that, this. They probably could tell you more in how they brought I don't know you I just know that when they came to the BFW during the pandemic you know they wanted to do movie theaters they wanted to do they did a, a Halloween um, parade for the kids they, they they can explain more than I can you know what I mean I just think they're I just I'm just empowered by them you know what I mean I think they're such a good group and they're doing such great positive things and I just want everybody else to see that yeah, all right um listen i want every single one of you to come back on um, together for, yeah sure? uh, together yeah <laughs> you know you're, you're you're actually by coming on now you can this is your official podcast anything that you possibly want on the podcast let me know we'll get it on or if you just want me to reach out to somebody just based on what you're telling me you know Hey, go see this person, that person, or Charlie, maybe you should speak to um, so-and-so. I'll do it, just as my guest. Charlie, you're the best. You I'm really trying. are. I love you dearly. I love what you're doing for the community. I thank, I you. thank you for promoting my events, um, especially you know the fundraiser for Tabby. You're very special, and uh, we'll see you Saturday night, and all the girls are going to be there Saturday, so. Okay, we'll get to see you. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Charlie. Thank you. You're welcome. And, and uh, make sure everybody on July 3rd, while you're down there, go to the uh, band club and see my girl Cassia. They're finally yeah. open. Give them some yes. business. Yes. yes. Okay. Maybe I'll start drinking. No drinking. <laughs> you can have water. That was a joke. I was being sarcastic. She'll be back on my couch. Uh, Your couch and everyone else's. Damn. I got my home bedroom at Stevie and Lucia's. Got a couch at Brad and Nita's. I've got a recliner over here he wants. Renee. I'm probably going to. By the the way, Renee, is that a Wilson or Spalding basketball? 
<laughs> she doesn't know she's sitting on him. it. She's not holding it. She's sitting on it. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? I don't even know. Hold on. Right? <laughs> well, you know, Yvonne's grandson is a fabulous basketball player. He travels all over the country. It's and a I Wilson. It's a Wilson. <laughs> I think they just won a big championship for AAU. Um, Yvonne's grandson, who's what? Yvonne, how old? Amari. I used I used to tell my uh. I don't even girls, know where she went. Used to tell my girls the only boyfriend you can have is Wilson or Spalding. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, the owner. Right. Yeah. I well, love thank you, guys. Charlie, for having us. Thank you, and uh, I'll see you all Saturday. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Have, Have a great night. Forward to Peace right. out. Bye. Oh, Alan, uh, Trisha called me too tonight about that table. So okay. it's full. Don't add any more. All right. I won't. Take Have a good care. night. Um, good night, everybody. everybody. All right. Bye -bye. Good night. Thank you so much. Tell Michelle hello. I sure will. All right. Let's see here. Well, everyone, thank you. As always, you know, I have fun with my guests and I'm glad that they're here to, um, you know, join me, entertain us and uh, just talk, talk a good conversation. Um, that was a great group and uh, I can't wait to hang out with them on Saturday at the event at White's. And um, before I sign off, I want to make an announcement for my friend's fundraiser coming up. Um, and, uh, it's very, very, very important that I read this. It's a comedy fundraiser for Toby Richards, Friday, June 25th, 8 PM, White's Westport, 66 State Road, Westport, Mass, $20 per person. Tickets available. See Lorraine, or you can see me. Drop me a line, uh, into my, uh, inbox, you know, and I'm glad to get those tickets to you. Comedians will be Anthony Smith. They'll cover Alan Alves and more. The proceeds help and will be sent to Cape Verde, the Cape Verde Library, to assist the children there in memory of Tavi Richards. Music will be done by DJ Lady K. For her at the wheels, definitely a good show. She does the best. And um, can't wait. So June 25th. And if you have time, also... Uh, you can go to White's this Saturday um, and see Ivory Bell. 8 o'clock, White's of Westport, 66 State Road. Also, will be on the stage will be KG Express. Tickets, $20. If you need tickets for that event, you can drop me a line. And I'll definitely get to you, get them to you, or reach out to, to um, Lorraine, and she'll get some to you. Tomorrow's guest, 7 p.m., will be Stephen Taylor, my friend. I can't wait to get him on this podcast and really talk some stuff, share some memories that we both shared. Um, also talk about some of the things that he's been involved and he's poured his, out, his heart out to this community um, by many, many uh, ways. And, and um, I'm so glad that he's on his podcast. We tried twice already, but I finally got him on here, and I can't wait. can't wait to get him on here. So thank you all very, very much for joining me. It's a really Charlie podcast brought to you by StreamYard. 
And I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Please get to my uh, YouTube channel, subscribe to it, like it. I really, really appreciate it. See y'all tomorrow, same time, 7 p.m. on the Really Charlie Podcast. Take care. Be well, all.